Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Manaj Chiba, and I'm a Gibbs faculty member. On behalf of the Entrepreneurship Development Academy and JP Morgan, welcome to today's session on marketing in COVID-19 times. As part of our series of little videos and toolkits that we've been building up to, to be able to help small businesses specifically. For those of you that have been following us, this is not a replay of last week. I've just taken the place of Abdullah Varachia this week and possibly next week as well, and then he will be back. So as we build up this SMME toolkit, we've been giving you the small ingredients to be able to start really restarting your businesses to a large extent, seeing yourself go through this period as well as post this period as well. At the end of last week's session, I got a really interesting question, specifically after I spoke about pivoting to really about how do you start marketing your business. To that end, Abdullah last week introduced for the most interesting question, we'll be giving away this book. And so please send your questions through. These questions could be emailed to smmehelp at gibbs.co.za. And also below, just in the comment section, if you've got any questions, I will be able to put it to today's speaker. So without further ado, it's my great pleasure to introduce to you a gentleman who I met earlier this year by the name of Ravi Pillay. Ravi is a doctoral researcher here at Gibbs, but more importantly, Ravi is also an advisor to the chairman and managing director of Nestle, Southern and Eastern Africa. Furthermore, Ravi is really interested in, in researching this multi-sectoral partnerships, something we spoke about last week, and how do you increase or better individuals' livelihoods. So really, I think we're in capable hands. As part of what Ravi does as well, is that Ravi is also very interested in specifically looking at brand reputation and marketing, both at, a, both at a global level as well as at a local level. So with that, welcome Ravi, and thanks for, for spending the next sort of 20, 25 minutes with us today. Ravi, you know, I'm going to break some tradition and I'm going to mm. start off with a question if, if, if people yeah. don't mind you specifically. And I really want you to understand this here firstly, what, is, what are your thoughts about marketing during a COVID-19 period? Well, uh, firstly, Manoj, thanks a lot for the opportunity. And I think it's just a privilege to, to have this uh, 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 time, actually, at this very crucial time in, uh, in, in the country and in the world, in fact. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, um, there, there's a couple of things I think we, we need to consider. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, you know, if we look at the famous uh, picture when Nelson Mandela voted in 1994, and, and that amazing quotation um, says, uh, it's always impossible until it's done. Yeah. And, and you can see my, my flag uh, colors and uh, you know, wait till you see my socks. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the point being is that I think at this time, we really, really need to be very cognizant of uh, how people are feeling. Uh, how we as consumers are, are feeling. Uh, and even though we are marketers and practitioners, etc., let's not lose sight of this concept of the consumer. Um, and as many people are saying, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, and, and in light of that, some, I think, key points just to make uh, as we still under the kind of, let's call it spell of Madiba, uh, uh, looking at us uh, is, what should we bear in mind during this time as, as marketers? Um, empathy and transparency. You know, everyone is wanting, everyone is in a very sensitive and a vulnerable phase at the moment. Uh, people are feeling it. 
Uh, and, and the moment people feel that a business is doing something to help us, and I think it's gonna create a connection and an empathy with, with the consumer. Uh, secondly, the usage of uh, media in agile ways. We'll talk a bit later about some classic South African examples where young entrepreneurs have, uh, by the way, I just came into this discovery, the word entrepreneur actually means adventurer. Mm -hmm. And if ever there's a way, uh, a time in, 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 in history for us to be adventurers, you, me, everyone we, we speak to, it's actually now. Because the rules of the old textbooks are not really operating and current anymore. So the idea is to, 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 to talk about that in, in, in some degree as well. You know, uh, there's also a great opportunity now to associate our brand, our company with good uh, at this point in time. It's if ever there was a time in history, um, and we'll see some examples later, let's leverage the brand resonance to link it with something that's good and practical and useful for, for us as uh, consumers. And notwithstanding, you know, the reliance in the past on very predictable data and trends, now we need to create a new textbook. Let's also start monitoring new data that's taken into account. I mean, just coming to, to work uh, or to the studio this morning, uh, on a normal day pre-COVID, it'll take me 45 minutes and I've already listened to quite a few radio stations and shows. Today I was here in 10 minutes, still observing the speed limit. And so it's a shorter time less time on the road, less radio time, etc. So it's just something to, to, to keep in mind as we go through this uh, 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 session. Uh, and, you know, at this point, maybe just to give, uh, I think, the, the viewers, uh, uh, and Manoj, if I may also take the opportunity to say that as we go through the session, I'm also encouraging uh, our, our followers to also co-create solutions as we go along. Let's keep this as a kind of engagement that we can come up with something magical at the end because uh, I don't want in any way to create an impression that we, are n we know all the answers. It's all about co-creation these days and, and to your uh, session last week with design thinking, I think now's the time to experiment and, and, and play around with, with ideas. So we'll talk about some lean marketing models. We'll look at some opportunities uh, how do we maintain our brand power during this time? And then we'll also talk about reputation uh, at this very, very important time. You know, if we go to uh, the famous um, back to basics, especially now, the why, uh, famous, uh, made very famous by uh, Simon Sinek, as you'll see in the slide, uh, defining my brand, the golden circle. Uh, you know, just to also share that I, my, my, my wife is also a uh, small business operator. So I've been through this journey with, with her pre-COVID, closed down and then reopened for two months. And then also speaking to many small business operators in preparation for today, it is worthwhile taking some time and stepping back and really looking at the very classic uh, Simon Sinek uh, purpose why does my organization exist why does my franchise exist why does my business that turns over 5,000 rand a week 500,000 a week uh, up to 200 million a year best in South Africa a range of SMEs straddles quite a few uh, uh, price uh, uh, turnover amounts and getting that why correct at this early stage 
I think really will help us to, to, to get motivated and inspired. Once we have clarified that mission, then we go to the how. What is our point of difference in comparison to other companies that are providing the same service. And then of course the what, the product and the service. I think many of us got that part right. And if you just look at the next example with Walk Fresh, just to bring the point home very briefly, um, what is the product? It's uh, sneaker cleaning for the sneaker heads, you know. Uh, some people have like five, six, I've only got one pair. <laughs> it's only one blue pair. Uh, and then the how, what is the service all about? It's about, booking a, um, say a, a, a slot, picking up, cleaning, and then a drop-off service. So you're still at home, all the stuff is done for you. And then why? I think that for me resonated as really a classic example of Walk Fresh. Uh, it was catering for sneaker heads uh, whose identity is wrapped up in their collection. And this is their pride and joy. So that was the prolific consumer insight that defined the why. And at this point, Manoj, to also talk about what everyone is really, all these buzzwords going around. And I really want to try and uh, let's try and demystify all these um, uh, points as we go along. Leapfrogging, pivoting, business models, uh, agility and the digital era. I think it's now or never for all these things, uh, as you made the point in your session with Abdullah last week as well. Um, and I think if we look at this concept uh, of uh, pivoting, perhaps there's an opportunity for us to come up with a homegrown South African term as well for pivoting, because I sometimes think the word pivoting is a bit too maybe theoretical and, and far-fetched. And then when we look at some of the examples later, maybe we can throw a challenge to our followers to come up with a uniquely, uh, South Africans are good at that uh, resilience and, uh, you know, uh, uh, to, to, to take that um, to the next uh, level. Let's look at the, as we look at the definition of uh, digital, and, and I want to just put that out there immediately without going to the very traditional four Ps of marketing, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we're living in this world of convergence and we need to move quickly and smoothly. What is digital defined? It's applying the culture, processes, business models and technology of the internet era to respond to people's raised expectations. And that's all what it is. Uh, and, and the idea is to, to really try and um, keep that in mind as we look at uh, uh, some of the examples. You know, at this point, uh, to drive home the point, Manoj, I thought I, I, I got a, uh, an example to, to share with um, our, our listeners. And uh, it's a story of Mrs. Sony who's the co-owner of a family-owned jewelry SME store located in Dundee for the store Sony Brothers. Now I'm talking about Dundee, I'm not gonna talk anything um, uh, 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 about Dundee as a town itself, but let's just look at the innovation of this entrepreneur when, uh, are we ready to flight that? Yeah. Thank you. We, a small independent business, which is over a hundred years old, in a coal mining town called Dundee. This is the first time in our history that we were unable to do business for such an extended period. We adhered to closing our business during the lockdown, with lots of uncertainty. After three weeks of being shut, a few friends and customers started inquiring as to when we will be opening for trade. 
At this point, the regulations indicated we could only open at level two, which was still a while away. So we decided to go the social media route. Facebook offered free advertising since people aren't able to hang out with friends, they are communicating virtually because we are used to human interaction. Social media filled the void. We were able to uh, advertise our business. It has helped boost the business and attracted customers. Great, thank you. Um, as you could see from that video, um, Mrs. Sony herself, uh, during this time of COVID, in the peak of COVID, uh, what could she do? The shop was closed. She had a WhatsApp group and she leveraged that WhatsApp group to let people know in the area that I am here. I will change your battery for you at no cost because you're all at home. You need your watch batteries changed. But it was that innovation. And then with the encouragement of her younger um, children is to say, Mom, why don't you take this on Facebook and let people know that this is what you're doing? And as you saw, that was a story. And I thought I just wanted to share this just to, to give a real live example of how people can leverage digital in whatever simple way you, you can. As you look at this image uh, of this drone, um, you know, on, on, on this presentation, and, and I'm sure some of you may have heard of this um, story before where the concept of leapfrogging. Uh, Rwanda, at one stage, one of the least developed countries in the world. Uh, infrastructure was extremely bad. The ability to build roads was almost impossible. And instead of dealing with the constraints of what you've got at the moment, uh, a partnership, a social entrepreneurship partnership between um, a Ivy League university student and a Rwandese young student said, okay, Let's see what we can do. And then they developed a drone force to deliver vaccines and blood throughout the country. Now, this is the classic example of leapfrogging a current constraint and agility and making it happen. Of course, there were hoops to deal with when it came to uh, the regulations, etc. But just to give courage that this concept of uh, leapfrogging and digital is not just now. Okay, now there's the hype because we're all Zooming and MS Teaming and all sorts of other uh, platforms. So, so that's really what I wanted to talk about in, in that aspect. Um, as we go on to the next part uh, uh, and to talk about data to drive consumer ideas. Uh, Manoj, this really is, I think, uh, uh, just to drive home the, the variety of how we, we, we need to use uh, uh, data. It's, it's known in, in South Africa that we are lagging behind in terms of using data for SMMEs. And the good part about this is that there are opportunities to leverage cloud-based services to actually let SMMEs come into this data world so that they don't have to invest their own infrastructure. And perhaps we can share some ideas uh, after the show uh, uh, via email on, on companies that want to get into big data analytics. What I'd like to talk about now is a company called Aerobotics in uh, Cape Town. And how did James uh, Patterson and Benji Melser leverage technology as an SME
to actually make a difference and to earn a, a very good uh, living. They built an aerial data analytics platform which applies machine learning to get uh, insight and competitive advantage to, to farmers. How did they do this? Um, by um, machine learning, the ability of uh, their craft to actually analyze crop growth, etc., to predict what is this, rather than uh, deploying resources to go to hundreds of thousands of hectares, you've got this whole concept and the literally palm of your hand to, to help. So that's uh, a classic example. It also talks to crop health and food security. And you've got two entrepreneurs who, who have become uh, quite prolific in this. The other point on, on that uh, slide is, is this thing about 71% of, of people are, are quite concerned or uh, uh, fearful of, of data. Uh, many people are saying it's not for me. Uh, some are saying it's too expensive, some are saying it's too complicated. However, let's embrace it even in our own simple, simple way in, in whatever business that we're operating to say that it is not that complicated. In fact, I discovered just by chance a couple of weeks ago, um, companies, I'm sure I can mention the name Google, are also offering free uh, data analytics courses for, for SMMEs and it's something that we need to, 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 to leverage. So going on to the next part, um, uh, uh, the role of e-commerce uh, for an SME. And some people say, surely this is an overkill. I beg to differ. Uh, as we look in uh, some of the examples that I'll, I'll touch on, uh, given the, the time issues, we look at the company uh, Greenfish. Um, this was a company based in Cape Town, uh, co-founder uh, Ryan Ninabar. Um, his world fell apart after lockdown was announced. He had 100,000 Rand worth of stock uh, that um, potentially he couldn't sell, no cash flow. What could he do? He got hold of his wife's cousin, who he knew was uh, kind of uh, online and in, in the computer world, so to speak. And in three days, they went live with a website to sell fish for consumers. They challenge to consumers was, we will deliver your fish in 24 hours. And basically, it's a very bold claim, and they went for it. And Manoj, the beauty thing about this was this family-run business did not expect such a huge demand for, for fish. And basically, uh, they got 400 customer positive reviews. In six weeks, Greenfish had made more than 1,000 deliveries of an estimated 1.2 tons of fresh fish caught the old-fashioned way with uh, handlines. Now, as the minister mentioned uh, of trade and industry and a competition a couple of months ago, that e-commerce has become this major platform. Government is supporting it fully, and the encouragement is that SMEs go into this. In preparation for this, I've been speaking to a couple of uh, entrepreneurs who have actually been profiled on Business Insider a couple of days ago. And companies like uh, Order Kasi or um, uh, and, and, uh, Free Online, um, really leveraging the so-called township economy and providing uh, services that could actually help during this very, very uh, 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 interesting time that we're living in. And many of them were established before COVID, but now having spoken to uh, people like Renelwe um, and also Obaleking just uh, earlier today, uh, it's very clear that 
their businesses are showing steady growth and they're becoming they're becoming known for this very innovative things where you're not getting all these online platforms committing to developing in uh, to do to delivering in um, areas like Magopane, Sashanguve, some parts of Soweto, uh, Alexandra. But here you've got organizations and companies starting up to actually go into this uh, world. And we'll share some of those uh, video clips uh, uh, at the end of the show, just to show the, the, the people out there that, you know, this thing is happening and it's real and it's really going uh, uh, in, 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 a, in a way. So you'll see this uh, image of, uh, uh, of a radio. I don't know if uh, people still know what a radio is. <laughs> is there still a role for radio in uh, traditional marketing? And, and the reason why I put radio there, uh, Manoj, is that with this COVID, and as I told you when I drove here, not many people are actually moving in cars these days. Uh, many of them are moving, you know, working from home, etc. And the rates in radio are dropping drastically. So perhaps as small businesses who are operating in malls, in, um, uh, in, in other cluster uh, types of shopping, commercial areas, can pool resources and do some kind of promo to encourage traffic to a particular area. Uh, and, and, and one needs to leverage it. What are the advantages of radio? Uh, firstly, as I mentioned, the rates are dropping. It's targeted, so I can target my customers in Soshanguva or Soweto East or Alexandra or Chatsworth, Phoenix, wherever, Mitchell's Plain. Um, you also get DJ and endorsements and then sponsorship becomes a tool that you could use quite uh, leverage, uh, uh, quite uh, effectively. Uh, I'd like to now move on to, to PR. Uh, public relations and why we should focus on it at this point in time. You know, as uh, Bill Gates says, um, you know, in his usual inimitable self, uh, if I was down to my last dollar, I would spend it on PR. Uh, uh, and, and it's not a, a coincidence that uh, Bill Gates said this, one of the, the richest men in the world. Uh, why should small businesses use PR at this stage? It's uh, a good PR strategy is prevent problems. You know, you want to build up your brand equity and your brand personality now. It's a very effective, direct way of communicating your message. PR boosts brand visibility and it creates long lasting relationships. We want to make sure that at this time we are, we spoke about reputation earlier. Now is the time that customers must trust you and know that you're reliable because we also want to keep our momentum going so that when businesses actually rebound after the COVID era and yes the COVID era most probably will end uh, we all hope but we need to prepare for the new wave of business to come through and and really on, on that message of, of optimism to go into a very practical example of uh, PR examples We've got different categories of 20,000, 50,000, and 100,000. What can you do with each of these amounts of money? And you know, creating a product drop for micro-influencers as, as an example, a press release at a local and community newspaper, and then creating a stunt. Uh, we've got very creative South Africans out there to create some safe, uh, you know, uh, chirpy types of stuff. Uh, uh, maneuvers to, to, to actually create a buzz. And then uh, these examples uh, are categorized into different uh, amounts and then uh, our followers uh, and, and uh, SMEs out there can actually uh, download this to, to, to have a look. Um, just to try and 
put everything together in terms of what is an effective marketing campaign on a tight budget. I've also tried to put it into different price categories of 20,000, 50,000, and 100,000. What can you do with that amount? And Manoj, just to also indicate that for those businesses that have got the ability to get loans from government, it's also to invest and keep some of that money for your marketing campaign. Of course, your people priority is safety first, then your staff, and then of course, to make sure that your business has got the ability to rebound when the economy picks up again. In the 20,000 category, let's ensure that we simplify our channels. In the 50,000 category, one of the key things to look at is our brand resonance. And then as we look at the 100,000 category, let's look at measurement and going into the next level of marketing to ensure that we've got a, a strategy in place. What I've also done just to help uh, and, and given the brief that this is a toolkit for us to, to draw from, I've just put together a top 10 checklist of what we should be doing now uh, for uh, this COVID time on, on a lean marketing budget. Uh, this is a critical moment now and we need to connect with our consumers. Are we on Facebook? Are we on social media? Regardless of what small business you're in. Is my business online? As we saw with Mrs. Sony, uh, she went on WhatsApp and she retooled WhatsApp for her jewelry business. Pay-per-click advertising, are we investing in it? And there are some service providers all over the place today that can actually help us with these types of things in a very short space of time. We need to accelerate the gap with our competitors at this point in time. Local search engine optimization is key. People are now working to move within their own geographies. They don't want to go further than five kilometer, 10 kilometers. So if you can make sure that people know that you are within this boundary, then it's really good to, to do that. No panic moves. Uh, many people who overinvested in toilet paper are regretting it. So as a small business, let's also uh, not panic as well. And then let's use this time to finish our digital um, checklist and, and, and to-do list. As I move on to the last uh, slide, uh, just to get inspiration again from uh, Nelson Mandela, and he also said, uh, I never lose, I either win or learn. And I think as South Africans, as we're going into this new uh, journey, to actually chart this way and let's take some chances out there as uh, entrepreneurs or adventurers, um, and, and uh, let's always be hopeful that uh, we will get better, we will win again, um, let's fail fast and fail forward uh, rather than not doing anything at all. And, and yeah, thank you for the opportunity again. I think um, thought-provoking, uh, you know, it's such a powerful quote that you end with. Uh, you know, never lose. We either win or we learn. I think that mm. is absolutely amazing. And in, in, in a time like this, it's, 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 it's such a beautiful quote for all our business owners, right? And us as, as individuals. I've just got two questions here for you, Ravi. Mm. Um, Definite asks, I think we're sitting in a catch-22 position. He says, we're seeing budget cuts on the one side, which I think is, is broad, whether it's going to be SMMEs or the big corporates out there. The first or one of the first budgets to get cut is marketing, mm. right? So how do we balance those budget cuts on marketing? And then, you know, to what end will that have a long-term, or let's call it a medium to long-term impact on your brand itself? Yeah. So how do you deal with that catch-22? Yeah, and, and, and that is really the dilemma that many companies had. As we saw during this lockdown, even the large, big businesses, super top 10 brands of the world were caught off guard. 
what did they do? You know, if we look at the Nike example, where they actually quickly pivoted and retooled and said, stay inside, you mm -hmm. know? So it's about, I think, being very pragmatic. As we said initially, your priority is your people, mm -hmm. your staff, uh, and your safety of mm -hmm. uh, consumers, whatever investments you need to make there. And, and then a portion of your budget to ensure that we do the basics right. We don't want to go dark, you know, not to use an overquoted uh, word, but there is some element of uh, keeping your brand and your existence alive. You're, even if you pivot your business, uh, for example, the pizza company in Chicago that reused the pizza ovens because it was exceeding 100 degrees. They went into making face masks because of the molding capability. You need to tell your customers that you're doing that. So I think there's an, an, an element of allocating a budget, Manoj, mm -hmm. to, to, to doing your marketing. We cannot neglect it. Brilliant, and I think you have to. Um, you At least a portion of it, right? Yes. Uh, otherwise, I think there's going to be bigger uh, implications on that mm. in the medium to long term you know, what I'm going to hopefully call a post-COVID world. Yeah. Uh, just the last question I think Amr Khalang asks, which I think is really a good question for me, asks that SMMEs, you know, must go digital, which I think we all agree it's a nice channel to go through. Uh, but what is the point of too much dig digital? You know, you mentioned it up front, we're mm. sitting in digital meetings, we don't have with radio now going down mm. because we're not driving as much any longer. So I think Amakulang asked a very important question is, you know, how do we know when it's just too much of digital marketing now? Well, you know, and that's an, it's an interesting question. It is an interesting question. Yeah. And I think uh, this issue, going back to data as well, uh, you will know by virtue of what your business turnover is, how is your money coming in and what do you attribute it to? Mm -hmm. And I think there is this balance. Of course, we know that digital marketing in terms of the price per unit versus traditional marketing is much more effective. And the way the world is moving, I think it's uh, digital is a reality of life. Mm. Uh, there is over-capitalizing over or over-investing in digital. Uh, and I think you'll have a good sense in your business. And then some businesses still require, for example, community radio is a very powerful way of marketing as well, because you've got a captured group of uh, consumers within your, your geographic area. And, and I think you get a sense of your data will tell you that, Manoj. Perfect. Thank you, uh, Ravi. Critical points that come out for me, you know, data now becomes king, queen, mm. um, is becoming the core of this, even in the mm. marketing world, which I think is very important. But also getting your facts right. I think, ladies and gentlemen, that's, that's what Ravi's point is around that, is understand those trends and patterns that come out of there. It's really critical to understand that a channel such as radio is not dwindling because of anything else, but people are spending less time in their cars, as an example, mm -hmm. and to really deal with that reality. Um, and I think I'm going to end on the quote that says, and Ravi, it's, it's struck me hard, and I think many of the comments that we're seeing specifically, is you never lose. You either win or you learn. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. Next week, we'll have uh, Barry Gordon-Davis talking about labor relations. So I hope to see you next week as well. And please don't forget, if you've got any questions, to please email them to smmehelp at gibbs.co.za. And don't forget is that we still have this book up for grabs for the most interesting question that we get. Ravi, thank you. And thank you, everyone out there as well.